0: Hi, I'm Lily Knepp. I'm the regional reporter with Blue Ridge Public Radio. And I'm here with Holly Kays, outdoor editor and staff writer for the Smoky Mountain News. And we're going to talk about the recent election in Cherokee. How are you doing today, Holly? Pretty good, Lily. So Holly and I just spent the day together uh, at tri- a tribal council meeting. She is much more experienced with tribal council than I am. She's been covering it for seven years now. Can you kind of explain the breakdown of tribal
1: council to folks? So there are 12 members of tribal council, two from each of six communities. Um, Interestingly, all 12 members come up for election every two-year cycle. Uh, Those cycles happen on odd number of years principal, chief, and vice chief, they're actually on odd-numbered years too, but just they have four-year terms. Um, So what happened in this year's election? Where do we
0: stand right now with uh, final results?
1: Well, after the new members are sworn in in October, the body is going to look very similar actually to how it looked before. So there will be three new faces on Tribal Council, but that's new with an asterisk because two of those people are um, very familiar faces to Tribal Council, having served many, many terms before. Uh, Bill Taylor will be replacing Chelsea Taylor-Sanuk representing Wolftown. Um, Taylor previously served as chairman of the Tribal Council during the 2015 to 2017 term, um, which included the, uh, notably the impeachment of Patrick Lambert, um, the former, former principal chief. Um, and then Teresa McCoy will also be returning as a Big Cove representative, replacing Perry Shell and um, she is a longtime member of Tribal Council. She decided not to run again in 2017, but she did run in 2019 against uh, Principal Chief Richard Sneed, trying to win that seat and was unsuccessful, but will be coming back on the Tribal Council. Um, Only one uh, member of the 2021 to 23 Council will be new to the body. The, The third new member of Council will be T.W. price Sanook and he'll be replacing Tom Juanita on the Yellow Hill Tribal Council. In the Paint Town race, according to the initial unofficial results, uh, Dyke Sneed who's an incumbent. He was far and away the highest vote-getter. But then the other incumbent, Tommy Sanook, came in just six votes ahead of the challenger, Bentley Toquette. candidates' vote totals did change slightly in the recount, but the basic order of the candidates remained the same.
0: So beyond the tribal council members, and there were also some school board elections, there were three questions pertaining to alcohol that were on the ballot for referendum. And those needed a certain percentage of turnout to move forward And in previous years, they really hadn't ever reached that level. So what happened this year?
1: Um, Well, this year, um, 42.9% of registered voters voted on the referendum questions, which is well above the 30% threshold that's needed. Harris-Cherokee Casino does allow alcohol sales. Um, The
0: laws are really kind of complicated about where you can sell alcohol in the qualla boundary. What's the conversation that people are having in tribal council?
1: Well, traditionally, there's been some pretty strong opposition to expanded alcohol availability in Cherokee. Um, Some of that's religiously based. A lot of it is culturally based and history based. Those supporting alcohol expansion, they really see it as an economic development tool. Great, and so that leads us to the three questions were for expanding
0: beer sales at retail establishments, expanding the tribal ABC commission in order to be able to operate an ABC store, and expanding availability um, for malt beverages and wines at restaurants, hotels, and other qualified
1: establishments. Well, voters approved all three measures. Um, They all had slightly different margins. Um, By far, the most popular um, of the three was the referendum question supporting the expansion of um, alcohol sales to restaurants and hotels. Now,
0: this might be a little bit surprising to some people if they've ever been to the Kuala Boundary, And, you know, they probably had a beer at a few different establishments, and that's because there are some loopholes to this sort of dry law. Can you explain the more
1: recent laws that have expanded alcohol sales? Well, the first was in 2009. There was a referendum in which voters uh, allowed alcohol sales on casino property and casino property only. So the casino was dry for its first 12 years of existence, but ever since 2009, uh, alcohol has been available there. Um, there's also something known as the Blue Ridge Law, which has some exemptions. It's been uh, observed and put into effect on the koala Boundary for about, um, about four years now, and it has um, some exemptions to allow alcohol sales um, and availability off of casino property. Um, it's called the Blue Ridge Law because it... Um, allows alcohol sales for establishments like uh, restaurants, that kind of thing, um, within one and a half miles of a Blue Ridge Parkway on-ramp. Um, there's also a po- um, potential in that law for some one-time permits for um, special events and, and things like that. So the
0: election, the new tribal council members will be sworn in in October. When are these new um,
1: alcohol referendums going to be acted upon? Well, the Board of Elections has to certify all the votes, all the vote totals, so that includes the referendums, as well as um, all of the tribal council elections, the school board elections. And once um, certification happens for the referendum in particular, um, they'll be considered a binding law, um, just like any other passed by tribal council. And that'll happen prior to um, the swearing in of new council members, which takes place on the first Monday of October.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for talking with me, Holly. This is Holly Kaye. She's the outdoor editor and staff writer at Smoky Mountain News. Good to be here, Lily.